We have a very special guest tonight for you, ladies and gentlemen. Our very first dancer to grace the Gamer Hour, former contestant on So You Think You Could Dance, and season 28 champion of Dancing with the Stars. Please give a warm welcome to the dancing star himself, Alan Burstyn. Excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. Alan, I can't dance, but I heard you could teach me pretty damn quick. Can you teach me this in under two minutes? Uh, I think we can work something out. <laughs> maybe not the full version, but maybe something, you know, the baby steps. Baby steps, exactly. We'll start, with, we'll start with the lowest bar possible. <laughs> Love it. I'm going to hold you to that later tonight on the show. Deal? Deal. Now, Alan, do you believe that some people were born to dance while others, such as myself, should just stick with hosting and producing TV shows? Or can everything be taught through repetition and practice? I feel like everything can be taught. You know, we've had so many celebrities on our show, so many hosts and actors, and, you know, they, they do fairly well. So I feel like anyone can dance. I, I, I'm a white boy, but I feel like, you know, if I put the time, I, I could do it. You know, as a man thinketh, so is he. I'm a white boy, too, and I, I go to the club, and I'm like, what am I doing here? I don't know what I'm dancing. But then you put me in the ballroom floor with the partner, and I'm killing it. Hey, I need to be in your group in the clubs, man, because uh, I, I need that. We've had a ton of professional athletes on the show. You're our very first professional dancer, but what most people don't realize is that dancers are true athletes, too. My sister Courtney did ballet for years and would always come back with bruises, pulled muscles, sprained ankles. You guys put your bodies through a lot and most people are unaware of the physicality behind your profession. So hats off to you, man. Thank you. You know, it's interesting. We do it. We have so many celebrities on our show as well, like football players, basketball players. And what was so interesting is like how much they love it. You know, like we had uh, Antonio Brown and Von Miller on in the same season and they made it so competitive between each other and it was so fun seeing them like who would practice the longest and who would get a better score that week and it's like you guys are like football icons and you're practicing a dance step that I'm helping you learn. <laughs> did any of them actually get sprained ankles or did they see the actual kind of physical you know the physicality oh, behind it all? I think a lot of the physicality happens with like lifting and you know, repetition, I mean, any athlete I think knows their body well enough to, you know, kind of stay away from those freak accidents. But again, there are freak accidents where people get hurt. Uh, luckily on the show, everyone takes care of themselves. We have physical therapists, but it is, it is a lot of, you know, a lot of physical activity. For sure. Now let's go back to your early dancing years. When you were 10 years old, you dreamed of being on Dancing with the Stars. Did you ever think back then that your childhood dream would someday become a reality? No, I really didn't. I grew up in Minnesota. Dancing was not big in Minnesota. Um, I like, I mean, we were dancing like my family, my brother and sister and I, we were all dancing 
for fun, I guess, at like a competitive level, but I never imagined that I could go and be on TV for dancing. You know, that's the fact that the show is still on the air is just a testament to how special it is and how many people love it. You know, it is, it's something so, you know, exhilarating to be on a live TV show dancing in front of millions of people. It, it's insane. It is definitely a dream come true. When it happened, did you have that I made it moment? Oh, yeah, I definitely. So I did So You Think You Can Dance before it. And that was already like, a, oh, I, I'm, I almost made it. Like, I, I'm almost there. Um, but then when I found out that I was on Dancing with the Stars, uh, I called my mom and I, I burst out into tears. Because it was definitely something that, like, you know, it, it is the pinnacle of success for a dancer. It's like any type of dancer, but to be on television as well. It's, it, it's definitely the biggest dream come true must have been an extremely emotional experience for you. I mean, for, for athletes, it's, you know, the NFL, the NBA, something of that extent. For dancers, you're right. Dancing with the Stars, I mean, that is like the top of the top. That's the pinnacle. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very lucky. Have you seen growth both professionally and personally from being a contestant on So You Think You Can Dance to your first season with Dancing with the Stars to you winning Dancing with the Stars in season 28 to now? Great question. Uh, absolutely. I remember when I joined So You Think You Can Dance, I was this like 18 year old chubby kid who had no idea what he was doing. I still don't know much of what I'm doing, but I'm definitely faking it a lot better. Um, when I joined Dancing with the Stars, though, you know, there's so many veterans on the show that help you and, you know, and mentors. So I was very lucky. Although I will say I was so bad at talking on camera. And I definitely got a little bit better with that. There's some cringeworthy moments back in my career. Gonna say, you probably had, you've probably been a great mentor for a lot of the partners and also had great mentors to you, you know, as you came through the seasons with Dancing with the Stars, other dancers, so very cool. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, out of all the seasons you've been on with Dancing with the Stars, is there one dance ensemble that stands out to you as being your best performance? Um. You know, I, I have a few. I feel like before I was even a pro on the show, um, somebody got injured and I had to step in the night before and I danced with uh, Paige Van Zandt, the UFC fighter. And I feel like that was my first time where I really got to show myself. And literally right after that, everyone's like, who is this guy? How long has he been on the show? And I've been on the show for like three seasons. So I was like, okay, we finally noticed me a little bit. Um, but then I'm gonna go ahead and say that my freestyle with Hannah, uh, it was the last dance before we won. And I just feel like that, you know, it tied in together the whole season and, you know, it, it, it's what made us win. Love it. What about your worst though? Oh, where do I begin? Uh, on TV or off TV? Let's stick with um, on TV. On TV. You know, there's always some mistakes that happen. Um, this past season, I was with Sky Jackson, and unfortunately, she slipped on the floor, and there was like a little iconic moment of like her. She didn't fall, she caught herself on my hair. And it's really, it's very funny. Uh, we got right, like, we came right back out of it, but it was definitely like a, a shock. I think that's also an accomplishment. I don't, wouldn't say it's the worst. I mean, the fact that she didn't get hurt and you guys actually still pulled it off. 
Exactly. Yeah. I've been lucky where there hasn't been like the worst, you know, every dance is really like special, but yeah, that's definitely like the, oh man. Oh crap moment. Now, if you could choose any celebrity to be your partner on the show in the future, who would it be? Dang, that's so difficult because there's so many different avenues you can go. You can go with like the good looking partner. You can go with the one that you think the audience is going to like the most. Um, I really think I think her name is Lisa Koshi or Liza Koshi. She's like the YouTuber and she dances as well. So I feel like she's already got it all. Like she might be a good one. I lost my bet to the crew. I told the crew today before the show, I'm like, he's going to say J-Lo. I just know I he's you're... going to say J-Lo. I was wrong. No, you weren't because I was going to say, or maybe J-Lo. <laughs> I swear. You're I joking. Swear. You are I joking. I was going to say that, but that's like the typical answer. You should have said it. I would have, I would have won my bet. I would have got free dinner tonight. I swear I was going to say J-Lo. <laughs> awesome. Now, this pandemic has been devastating to Broadway, Hollywood, and the performing arts in general. How did the lockdown affect your dancing, and what have you done to keep dancing your life during these challenging times? What's crazy is uh, we were on a national tour. We were on an 80-city tour when, the pen when COVID really shut everything down. Um, so we had to go home March 15th or something last year. And so we cut down like three or four weeks of tour. I came home and didn't know what to do with myself. Like literally just sat in my house like, uh, I, I, I want to dance. I don't know what to do. Everything is shut down. It's insane. Luckily enough, we were able to do our season. You know, we still had our live show. Uh, there was a lot of changes. You know, we were getting tested every single day. Um, even though we were getting tested every day and wearing a mask, like we still had, we couldn't see any other contestants or any other dancers. Uh, it was very well maintained and, you know, they did a great job making it happen. There was no audience. So that was a weird thing. Um, but the fact that we were even able to do a show, it, that was like the biggest blessing because so many, you know, it was so unfortunate how everything turned out this past year and to be able to go on, on, TV again and dance and, you know, try to make people happy again, because I feel like Dancing with the Stars is such a happy show and, you know, all generations watch it and it's just good TV, you know, not a lot of drama. You just, you know, there's funny moments. It, it's just a good TV show. And to be able to, you know, put that on during a pandemic is is just incredible. Incredible indeed. We, I mean, with all the athletes we've had on the show, they, we talked about how they've been playing with no, you know, no actual fans in the stadiums, and they're just happy to be, you know, back back in their sport, playing for, you know, for the world to watch. What was it like dancing with no audience though in this last season of the show? Did you notice that when you're performing, no one's there, or do you tune everything out anyways? No. So what's also interesting is I remember Von Miller was telling us he's like, "Yo, I'm more nervous to dance than I am at the Super Bowl." at the Super Bowl. He was like, it's just, it's so much like, like you get one minute to do your thing. And if you mess it up, you mess it up. You know, like there's no like redos. Um, but it's, there's, it's a, it's, it's a pretty big studio, but there's a thousand audience members screaming. And now like you, you walk in and there's like the other 16 dancers and celebrities. And it's like, one of them makes a noise. One of them's like, woo, go Alan and like you're in the middle of the dance and you're like looking up you're like oh shit <laughs> you know like you hear everything as opposed to just like drowning out the noise 
every little sound is so amplified. But it's so much fun. Every dancer was so supportive. Um, you know, all the celebrities, you can tell that everyone really wanted to be there and really wanted to support each other. So it was hard to adjust because, you know, that audience does like give you adrenaline and gives you like a, a little boost. But you, we made it, we, we managed without it, but hopefully next season we can bring them back in. Absolutely. Uh, mental note too, Dancing with the Stars is more of a pressure cooker than the Super Bowl. Would never yes. have thought. Easy ass anyone. <laughs> now, one good thing that has come out of this pandemic, it's that it's turned you into a full bona fide gamer and streamer. Were you just bored one day or always wanted to game but never had time to do so in the past? What made you jump head on into gaming? Uh, it's very interesting. I was bored at home. I didn't have like an Xbox or anything. And my friend was like, yo, let's get, you know, let's get an Xbox so we can play Madden. You know, also another thing is on tour, we would carry one of those little uh, portable like Xbox, like TV screens. And we would have an Xbox and we would play Madden all the time, like in between shows, yeah, like in the morning and night. So like the four, there was a, a group of four of us that all we did was play Madden. And that was a lot of fun. Um, but then I got home and I was like, oh, I don't have an Xbox. Uh, and then my friend was like, yo, get one. We'll play online against each other. And then we started playing Madden, then Warzone. And then I, I'm addicted to the competitive nature of Warzone. And when you get that one win and you're in that helicopter flying up, it's the best feeling. Uh, so I, I became addicted to, you know, winning. I'm a winner. So I really like playing, you know, Call of Duty um, and I was only playing on Xbox and then like this past, this past like six months, I was like, I, 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 I need to be better. I need to get a computer. The frame rate is better. I can play better. The field of view is better. And it's just going to be an advantage. And I was like, I might as well start streaming as well because I play so much. So somehow I got into streaming and gaming. Alan. Most guests we've had on the show have been gaming consistently since they were kids and remember unboxing their very first PlayStation or Xbox decades ago. You recently, as you just mentioned, bought your first Xbox during the pandemic. You've already made your switch over to the PC. What you did in a few months usually takes years for most gamers to make the big switch over. Were you not happy with the unlocked frame rate or did you just want access to more games? Oh, it was, it's amazing. Like it's, a, I, I'm, play, I'm still playing with some of my friends who are on Xbox. I'm like, yo, you guys, like you need to switch over. Like you don't even see this person. It's amazing. It's, um, I, I really love it. I love, uh, it is also interesting that you can get every game on PC. Like that's crazy. I don't know why they limit it on Xbox and PlayStation, but PC definitely has it together. Except our, those PlayStation exclusives, which by the way, are coming to PC, so it's still a win-win. Yeah. Now, before the Xbox, before the PC, you shared a Nintendo 64 with your siblings as a kid. And when I say sharing, I mean your older brother handed you an unplugged controller while he went on to play with his friends. Did you ever get any quality time on the 64, or did your older brother always have dibs? Absolutely. I mean, first of all, I feel like that's everyone's childhood, and if it isn't, then I was gypped out of a childhood. <laughs> but it is, it's very, uh, it was a lot of fun. We would play Super Smash because that is just the ultimate game. Um, but he would always have his friends over and I always, I was so young, I thought I was playing, I thought I was killing it. Um, but you know, that was that was a, like our only system in the house and we didn't even play it that much because we were dancing all the time. 
Um, but whenever he was gone, like dancing, I would quickly go on and, and practice and get a little bit better. Uh, Samus is my character, the best. Never changing Samus. My sister always played Kirby. And that's just like the noob character. I don't know. <laughs> Mine was Bowser. I always played the, the turtle dude throwing bananas. Okay, okay, I like it, I like it. Now, as you know, dancing and gaming are both competitive. And Alan, I've seen your passion to win on the dance floor and on your Twitch streams. Which gets your heart racing more though? An Argentine tango or a hot drop in a superstore? <laughs> oh, that's a tough question. I gotta say, I gotta say Call of Duty. No, I'm kidding. Dancing is definitely a lot more pressure because it's live and I, I can't rage quit off the dance floor and I can totally rage quit out of Superstar. But I'm gonna say I'm a very passionate person. Gaming is no different. I get so into it. I don't know if everyone else gets into it like this. I don't watch a lot of streamers. I do watch a few, but I get so passionate that I'm like yelling at my, my brother plays now as well. He's on PlayStation. I'm yelling at my brother. I'm like, what are you doing? Your passion totally comes through your, your streams, by the way, I could tell. I just want to be the best. <laughs> now, every episode, Alan, we open it up to the community. This first one comes from Clocks Ticking. Which do you prefer more, dancing or choreography or dancing your own choreography? Um, when we're on the show, we do a lot of our own choreography. We create our own dances. I like that the most because when I'm with my part, when I'm with my celebrity partner, I can make her look the best. You know, so you know if something's not working out, I can literally just change it right there. Uh, I do love dancing in general, so I, I don't really have a preference. As long as I'm out there performing, I'm happy. As long as you're performing, you're good. Exactly. King Wookwook wants to know, are you still in contact with Sky, Hannah, and Alexis? I'm in contact with a lot of, with all of my partners, yeah. I mean, not like everyday contact, but I, I catch up with all of them. Very cool. This next one comes from XO Buttercup XO. Have you thought about opening up your own dance studio or have you been asked to judge other shows like So You Think You Could Dance? What's in the works for you? Uh, I'm doing a few things. I. A few things I can't talk about, obviously, but I, I'm also very into business. I love business, so we'll see. Um, my family actually owns a dance studio back home in Minnesota, so sometimes I go back there. Um, but if I own a dance studio, I won't have time to play video games, so that's definitely not in the works. I wonder what that would look like and what the subscription model would be. You come in, it would be like a gym, but you have a dancing section, then also an arcade section. You can do both. <laughs> Exactly, I would have to have my computer set up there. <laughs> For sure. Now, Alan, this one comes from me. Were you that guy at Dave & Buster's who would always beat everyone's score at DDR? No, what's interesting is I sucked at DDR. You know, I'm good, like, good at it, but not, okay, I didn't suck, I was good at it, but there's like freaks, like when I say freak, I mean it in the best way possible. Like these people are professional, like they don't even look at the, the screen anymore. I don't know how they do that. That's insane. I did have, uh, I like later on, I think my friends had like a Wii and they had like Just Dance or something. And I was killing it at that. Like that was easy. But DDR, I feel like is so much more, I don't know, that one's hard. Like, especially in extreme mode. Like, I don't know. I couldn't do it. 
Have you have you tried DDR? Because I just I just envision you walking in, seeing the highest score, closing your eyes, hitting a button, and then boom, you're number one. I feel like I, I did it. Of course, I've tried it, and I'm good at it. But like the beginner or like the basic and intermediate levels, once you get into like I don't know what it's called, but that advanced level, you're moving so fast, and I feel like it's just memory. I feel like they memorize the the little arrows. I'll, I'll have to get into it again. I'll have to try it. Just the right sequence. Hey, whatever your beginner level is still my <laughs> advanced, so you have me forever on that. <laughs> now, speaking of dance games, I asked you before the show if you could make any game, what would it be? You said a game built around dancing with the stars. Now, how would that work in a video game format? Walk me through it. I mean, I feel like we could do it like Just Dance has a Just Dance DDR mix. You know, we'll get a little virtual reality dance competition. I'm pretty sure they do have a Dancing with the Stars game on the iPhone. Like it's a mobile game and I'm on it actually. So I have a little character of myself. It's really cool. Um, but I feel like, you know, with virtual reality now, you can easily make a dance game. Absolutely. We, and then let, let's throw in the motion tracking so that to actually judge your movement patterns, give a rating score of one to 10. We got our game. Exactly. exactly. I'll be there live judging. Alan, we're not playing DDR tonight, nor Just Dance, but we are playing Fall Guys, a game requiring precise coordination and timing of jumping, diving, and holding onto your partner like in a salsa dance. You ready to shimmy your way to victory? I hope so. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've never won yet. I've never got the crown, and I've been playing for like a month. Hey, we'll do it together, don't worry. Alan, pop open a cold one, good, good stretching, and strap on your headset. It's game time. To listen and see the full interview, including gameplay with our guest, visit thegamerhour.com.